this is Story Quest. Today's story is The Legend of Frank. Frank was going to do something unusual, something brave, something daring, and it was going to change his life forever. Frank was a bunny, not a superhero bunny. He didn't build a space computer or play the banjo, but in his own way, he became something of a legend. And here's how it all began. Quite a long time ago, there was a mum bunny called Flossie who had three baby rabbits, Frank, Fred and Fluffy. The baby rabbits would, when they were a little bit bigger, be given away as pets. And they spent their time nestled in the warm box thinking about what that might be like. I don't like the idea of being in a cage or a hutch, said Frank, sniffily nibbling on a carrot. You're joking, aren't you, said Fred. All your meals being bought to you, the very finest vegetables I ever did see hand cut, and someone to clean out the hay. Oh, bliss. Fluffy agreed with a chirrup, and no predators. I don't want to take my chances with foxes or cats or badgers or blue tits. A blue tit's much of a threat to rabbits, do we know, asked Frank. Well, I don't intend on finding out, said Fluffy, now in something of a huff. Oh, Frank, you're really quite unique, said Flossie warily. The last thing she wanted was a burrow, or to be outside at all. She had a lovely big hutch and was allowed the run of the owner's house as long as she was good and didn't nibble the cables behind the television. I want to be outside in the open air, and I only want to do things bunnies do. I mean, real bunnies, said Frank. Real bunnies don't take chances argued Fred. But that's why we have burrows in the wild. Safe, cosy nooks to hide and sleep in. Far away from the foxes and cats and badgers and blue tits. Although I really don't think you need to worry about blue tits, Fluffy, he added. Birds of prey? Maybe. Fluffy gave a squeak and hid her nose in the hay, closed her eyes, tried to shut her ears and to not think about being outside or of birds of any type at all. Soon, all the baby bunnies were given lovely new homes. And of course, none of the homes were burrows in the garden. There were nice warm hutches with soft straw and plenty of delicious things to eat and drink. Some of the babies would be house rabbits like their mum, able to hop around the soft carpets of the living room. There were wire runs on the garden grass as the weather became warmer, always softly covered so the bunnies could nibble the grass, but never for long. Frank was happy enough and his new owner made sure that he was very well looked after, although he did at times wistfully think of his dreams of burrows. Now Frank's new owner had two children, and it was the children's job to look after Frank. This they did well, although as they were quite small, their mum had to remind them when it was time to change Frank's bedding and to always lock the hutch. In the warm summer, the hutch was placed in the shady patio in the garden, and Frank enjoyed sniffing the cool, herby night air and feeling the breeze on his ears. Now, something rather unfortunate happened one day. The children's mum had become quite poorly. She was so poorly she had to go into hospital, so Granny and Grandad moved into the house for a bit to look after everyone, including Frank. Granny and Grandad were particularly fond of rabbits, and Frank had to admit that he was getting better meals than ever. He got kale! Oh, how good is that? Well, at least he was happy. But as you can imagine, it's all a bit topsy-turvy when someone in the family is ill. And sometimes we make little mistakes because we are thinking about other far more important big things. And that's the official story about how the latch on the hutch came to be left undone 
one warm summer's evening. The children came down to feed Frank the next morning, and to their horror, the door was wide open, and Frank nowhere to be seen. They were very upset and ran to find Grandad. But Frank's gone, they wailed. The children said they were sure they had fastened the catch, but the only other explanation was that Frank had somehow done it himself, and despite being quite unique, this didn't really seem likely for a bunny. They checked the garden, which had a tall fence around, but not a sign could be seen. They feared the worst, but hoped that perhaps he might just be very well hidden, maybe scared and lost. They left the hutch door open each night with food and water to tempt him back, although they were beginning to lose hope. They felt very sad, which added to their worried feelings about their mum, and a black cloud settled over the house. But here's the thing. As a famous poem tells us, sometimes things don't go from bad to worse. Things can get better, even when it seems impossible. Mum got better and finally came home. This was amazing. The children were so happy that things were getting back to normal, even if thoughts of Frank were still on their mind. What if he's alive, but lonely and hungry, worried the children. Granny and Grandad said that he'd never seemed that outgoing, preferring his own company, and they didn't think he could be hungry. An apple tree in the garden dropped windfalls onto the grass, which was plentiful and lush. Still, the children put out a bowl of water and continued to leave the door of the hutch open in case he felt like coming back. Now, whilst we might never know how Frank got out of his hutch, I can tell you where he had gone. He had been ecstatic to find the latch was open and had quickly made it his business to hop down onto the patio and take a good tour of the garden, stopping to sniff and shiver, and then began work on a burrow to end all burrows a real burrow. He was just doing what rabbits do. Real ones. In no time he had a network of snug tunnels in which to lounge and doze and he would sneak up to the garden to graze on the grass in the dark when it was safe. Fortunately for Frank, foxes and badgers weren't very plentiful on the road and the local cats were too well fed and lazy to chase a rabbit around. There were a few peevish looking blue tits but Frank reckoned he could handle them if push came to shove. Of course, the family didn't know about this, and in time began to feel that they would never see him again. And then one day, Frank did reappear in the hutch. You see, it wasn't as cosy as his burrow, but truth be told, he missed his young owners and felt a bit guilty about doing the disappearing act. He wanted to let them know he was fine, more than fine. He was happy. The children were delighted to see him, But before they could secure the hutch, he darted to one side, evading their hands and slipped out of the open door. This happened a few more times on occasion. He'd reappear, but jump down when they tried to shut the door. They were in the middle of talking about how to capture him properly. But then Mum looked thoughtful. Do you know, he must be living wild and liking it. Yes, said one of the children. After all, if he was scared or hungry, he wouldn't want to go back into the garden. He'd stay in the hutch, wouldn't he? And a few weeks later, whilst gardening, Mum found the burrows and so the mystery was solved. Frank didn't visit them very often, nor could be seen except for on very rare occasions. You might catch a glimpse of him basking under the shade of the tree or grooming himself in a sunny spot, but usually he was out of sight, safe in his burrow, and this was how it would be for years and years to come. Visitors to the house were puzzled at the empty hutch, 
always stocked with carrots. And their owners shared stories of the most recent sightings of Frank, the garden rabbit. He hadn't gone very far. And so they rightly figured that he liked being close to the family, just close in his own way, in his own burrow. And that's the legend of Frank. Now, as legends go, this one might seem a bit ordinary, but what you probably don't know is that Frank was a real rabbit, and this story is absolutely true. So it is something of a family legend for his owners. Okay, I've had to imagine the things that Frank thought and said because I can't speak rabbit, but I've checked with Frank's family, and they say it all sounds about right. Frank lived to the very old bunny age of 13 years old, staying in his garden burrow, occasionally seen if you were lucky, but living his own best life. And 13 is much older than most bunnies, whether in the wild or in a house, so we think it was a good life, after all. Everyone agreed Frank was quite unusual and unique as bunnies go. Although when you think about it, he was only doing what bunnies do. Got an idea for a story? Tell us the title at funkidslive.com forward slash storyquest and we could bring your story to life. For a new story each week, make sure you hit subscribe or follow so you don't miss a single episode.